0: Hey, so welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Super excited to have Jason Pantana with us again. You all know Jason. He leads Marketing Edge and got an overwhelming response and uh, sort of demand for more. So now we're going to jump into kind of a three-part series. We're going to go sort of marketing macro. Then we're going to go marketing, let's call it tactics. And then we're going to go deep on just a whole bunch of questions that people are asking that they want insight on. So so first of all, Jason, welcome back, man. Pleasure. Can't wait. Yeah. Thanks for being here. So, so I thought we'd do is, you know, maybe for the vast majority of the people, you know, could be around the world someplace and maybe getting to a marketing edge is, is maybe not in their immediate future, but marketing is the difference. that makes the difference, right? And, and we see more mistakes than we see sort of, let's call it uh, the right strategy. So I thought we'd start with is just a simple question. Like what is the, what is the objective of marketing for someone starting new or an experienced rockstar that might be listening? I think that's
1: a great question. So I think you're spot on first and foremost, like people, people set out to do marketing. Like it's a chore sometimes, or I see people who are like, I can't wait to do this. Like it's a shiny penny.
0: Exactly. But it
1: boils down to like, what's the strategy? What's the objective? Mm -hmm. What's the goal of my marketing? And I think that's where people kind of screw it up based upon what I've observed. They screw it up because they just start doing stuff like throwing spaghetti against the wall hoping it sticks without really having any context for what am I trying to achieve here. Yeah. And so we teach this at Marketing Edge, pretty much out of the gate, we lay mm-hmm. a whole foundation for what is marketing and it's a simple question but like here's the job of marketing. It's got it's got a part A and a part B. The job of marketing, the purpose, the goal of marketing is A, branding, which mm-hmm. by that we mean a context for who you are in your business, what you're about, who you're for, that kind of a thing, where you serve, what you do really to elicit one thing. I want people to trust me. That's what I want to go for. And then part B. So first it's the job of marketing is you got to generate trust via branding. And then Mm -hmm. B is generate leads. Yes. So I've seen the mistakes a couple of ways. One, people just go like, they're just overreaching for leads. Oh, sign up for this, download this, opt in for this. They want leads, leads, leads. And what do we hear every time? These leads suck. Yeah. They don't, they don't even call me back and screen yeah. your calls. That's like, yeah. cause you don't have permission. Yes. You haven't earned any trust with those folks yes. right now. So you've got to put it in the right order of events. Yes. My objective with marketing is first, I got to build a context for my brand. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we actually teach this at marketing edge. Again, uh, there's a principle in human psychology. It's called the mere exposure effect.
0: Say that again. Mm-hmm
1: there's a principle in human psychology called the mere exposure effect.
0: We got his FM DJ yeah, was, voice going there. That was very I thought, nice. I thought yes, so too. Yes. Thank you.
1: Uh, what does that mean? What it basically, it, it explains a way I think why marketing works the way it works. And what it says in essence is that people as consumers, just as people in gen- general, they are more willing to buy from or hire from businesses with whom they are the most familiar And so there's this keyword, that word familiar. In other Mm -hmm. words, like if I don't know you, I'm not going to become a lead. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? I mean, you wouldn't do it if you throw an offer like, Hey, download this today and you're in Enter to win. I have no context for you. So does familiar equal trust? That's, so I think of it like there's a tank. Mm-hmm. Familiar, 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 from Seth Godin actually talks yeah, about this. Yeah. The more familiar somebody becomes, eventually that turns into trust. That's why like this is a sidebar, but in mm-hmm. geographic farming, for instance, yep. that's why there's no such thing as a come list me call. A come yeah. list me call means somebody hit a boiling point of enough trust for you that you got the call. Yes. Now, why did that happen? Because you've been working for 12 months, 18 months, whatever, mm-hmm. yep. building awareness yes. and then, it kind of spilled over the edges of here. The lead literally fell into your lap. There's a reason why your database for most,
0: uh, but okay, I want to go micro on this just for a second. I think that the vast majority of people listening right now, if I said to them, raise your hands, if you get referrals from your database, their hands are all going to go up. And then I say, raise your hands. If you know that it's actually a subset of your database, that's really small (gasps) that actually sends you referrals and no one else does. And everyone goes, yeah, yeah, So you're talking like, how do I become familiar? Not just in a geographic farm or like with every one of my, I mean, it could be with an expired listing. It could be at an open house, right? It could be, you know, on social, right? So 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 the whole point of marketing though, is I've got to create that context. Yeah. People have to
1: be, if I'm going to make an offer, for example, in an ad yep. and the offer says, download this, sign up for this, create the search, whatever, whatever kind of business you're running. Yes. I mean, we all, it's, if it's sales, you need leads, yes. whatever it is, this yes. is ubiquitous. Yep. Well, I've got to have a context where people have enough kind of trust currency, familiarity yeah. currency that they're willing to take that step forward with me. So the yeah. job of marketing is really simple. A branding, that means trust and B lead generation, which is the second mistake I see, which yes. is where it, where different kinds of business owners, they just put a whole bunch of marketing out there and then, you know, kind of it boils over the edge. My database refers me. I get stuff from my farm, like a come list me call, but that tells me you're living off of the interest. Mm -hmm. You're not really going deep to actually, um, we've tossed around the whole metaphor of chumming the waters before, right? And so it's, uh, I don't know if people fish or not, But it's a deep sea fishing technique. I I wouldn't call myself a fisherman by any means. Um, But it's a technique where what they do is they put a whole bunch of bait in the water. And the intention is to draw up the fish nearby so they can cast lines and catch them. I'm not insinuating that you should try to hunt for customers or anything along those lines. Mm -hmm. But... That's the purpose of all your marketing first and foremost. Invite them into a conversation, a story,
0: whatever. All the branding and all the familiarity and all the trust is the chumming, Yes, right? And most people are like, I just sent an email out, why didn't I get a response? I sent out a mailer, why didn't I get a response? I knocked on doors, why didn't I get a response? I bought Zillow leads, why didn't I get a response? Lack of familiarity. Lack of familiarity. And it's it's also a level of, I haven't gotten clear on what the
1: objective is. What am I ultimately trying to do? And if I wanna move, I don't know, if I wanna hit the the blue ball into the corner pocket. I got to hit the white ball first into the blue ball to get it. There's, there's a sequence of steps Yes. Two, branding and then generate leads. That's the job of marketing.
0: So, so right now in this, we're going all macro. So for the person that's listening, don't think that we're, you know, (laughs) we're leaving you hanging, right? We're going to go through each one of these, but I want to go macro first. So macro, I get it. Um, the objective of marketing is to create familiarity, trust that's your brand. And then ultimately to generate leads. Talk to me about, um, what I sort of sense in my 30 years is in marketing, there's a mindset for people there. I mean, let's forget the people that just go, Oh, I just don't like marketing. And they just like, forget that group. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to talk to those people because right. those people have just, they're not going to do any business. Yeah. Right. Like it's just, it's totally, so, I'm referring to the other three camps, the, the DIYers, wires, right. The, the shotgunners, right. Who are just spray and pray on everything. yeah. And that seems to be their mindset. Right, And they complain about it, but they still do it. And then there's the outsourcers who just, they just give it all away. And I'm I'm sure there's another camp, which is like the people that just crush it and do it perfectly. Um, But we're trying to help people right now. So talk to me about maybe your interpretation of DIYers, the people that just shotgun, and then ultimately the people that are outsourcing. Well, so I'd say this,
1: I think we're talking in all cases, whatever they are, the DIYers, the shotgunners, mm-hmm. the outsourcers, in all three of those cases, we're talking about business owners, I yes. would contend. Yes. And so they're in that same camp. And yes. when I look at any business, I mean, any business, yeah. Netflix, to Lowe's, to mm-hmm. Home Depot, to The your dry business, cleaning company yeah. down
0: the street, my business, right? Any Some business. Sold us this table,
1: right? Yeah they have three main chunks (coughs) of business, three main Mm -hmm. departments of business. They've got their operations, they've got their marketing and their sales. Yeah. And operations is like, that's what I sign. If, if I'm a real estate agent, Mm -hmm. that's me being a real estate agent, uh, showing properties, going through deals, et cetera. That's operations. It's serving my customers, managing the money, closing the escrow,
0: right? It's the thing I got my license to go do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If I, but then The reality is I'm not just in this case, an agent, Mm -hmm. I am a business owner. And as such, I then assume the responsibility for all the stuff that makes this thing go. And that Mm -hmm. means marketing and the job of marketing we just said is getting leads. And then I give those leads to a sales team. Like I'm here with you. We got a sales floor. Mm -hmm. Marketing gives them leads, sales follows up, books appointments, gets customers. It's a very basic strategy. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. But when I talk about the mindset of most business owners, they're busy. That's their mindset. They're hurried. They want Mm -hmm. results. Mm -hmm. Uh, They look at their operations as this is my job. So for instance, my job is to be an agent. I need this to be fast and easy. And so either I become a DIYer and I Mm -hmm. do a little bit and good, that's great. Oftentimes the challenge there is I'm not really investing the forethought forethought into the strategy and what I'm trying to achieve. I'm
0: hurrying up and getting something done or they just love to do it and they spend all their time doing that and everything else falls apart. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. So, I mean, the mindset is very simple. It's an ownership of, you know what? This is a business. Mm -hmm. I'm running my business. There are going to be parts of what I do. Like my mother-in-law, she owns a flower shop. Mm -hmm. Just for instance. Yes. Does she just make flowers all day long? What do you think?
0: Probably not. Probably not. That's right. She's responsible. What What would she love to do?
1: make flowers all day long. long. But what she really would love to do is have a business that's making a lot of flowers for sale for a lot of other happy customers, which is what she's done. So they've got multiple office stop uh, sites. Now Mm -hmm. they've got employees, they've got payroll, Mm -hmm. they've got marketing and customers and sales and all that stuff. Like her job is to run the business. So the mindset with marketing is a simple recognition that says I'm in business. And because I'm in business, I became responsible for the strategy Mm -hmm. of my marketing plan. Now, Like you said, we're gonna do this in stages. So we'll get into tactics. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I'm the one pushing all the buttons and everything per se. Mm -hmm. But I believe it does mean that, listen, I understand that if I take the marketing out of my recipe of success, then I have no pipeline of leads coming in. And if I have no customers, leads coming in, then I got nobody to call, no one to follow up with, no possible pipeline of any sort. And I'm going to be dry out of business before I know it. So the mindset is, this is a major piece of it. I need the right strategy and the right attitude to invest the time to learn what I need to learn, the skills I need to develop in order that I can make this a viable plan for me.
0: Does that make sense? 100%. Is there a book or two that you would recommend when you think about uh, getting clear on your marketing strategy, your objectives and the two buckets, and then ultimately their mindset? So
1: one of the best books, I think, and it's super straightforward. It's very clear. It's Mm -hmm. very tactical, and and I sort of praise it because it has. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, you're you're good. That's good to be on a podcast. It's springtime. Exactly.
1: Um, This book doesn't have a lot of fluff. Yeah. It's just straight to the point, which Good. I appreciate it. It's Donald Miller's book, yeah. building a story brand. Yep. Uh, I think it's, it's written for business owners. Yep. So I would recommend any business owner read it. It's generalized marketing. It's not specific to a particular industry, but it's applicable to all industries because yes. all businesses are really the same thing.
0: Yes. If you really want to go Build general. stuff, sell stuff. <laughs> yeah. Build stuff, sell, sell stuff. stuff. That's all it is. Yeah. You don't have to build the houses, but you have to sell them. That's right. It's, it's the same.
1: So I would recommend that book mm-hmm. is a phenomenal book. Uh, it's really the one I would start with. If you want to go deeper into like the messaging of marketing Mm -hmm. and how to communicate in a way that's effective, uh, it's a classic, it's the classic book. It was written, I think in the Mm eighties. Um, it's, uh, influence, the psychology of persuasion. Yes. That's a good one. Oh yeah. Just breaks down the six laws of compliance, which is Mm -hmm. basically the six laws of influence. How do I have to communicate in my marketing in order to get people to take that next step to yes. move forward?
0: Yeah. I would say if you Robert combine- Ch- Robert Childini, Yes. Unbelievable book. Yes. I'm going to throw a third one at them. Please. Uh, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Marketing or Branding. Ooh. Branding. Yes. Branding. Yes. Uh, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Branding. I was in a conversation with Mark Davison from Thousand Watt Consulting. Awesome and we guy. were chatting about a couple of different companies that he's working on. And I'm like, what's your go-to reference point? He's like, 21. And I literally like oh. looked out on my shelf and I'm like, yes, I have that I'll book. Also... And it's all dog-eared and-
1: is, yes. This isn't straight marketing, but yeah. also the referral engine is a great read. Oh yeah. Um, from is it John Jantz? Something like that. It's a great read. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's duct tape marketing guy, but yeah. he breaks down like what does it take to get someone to refer you business? What's involved mm-hmm. in that? And it is it's an exercise of marketing because yes. what's a referral if nothing but I trust this person?
0: Yes. Yes. It's interesting uh, thinking about uh, reflecting on Tiffany Bova, right? Who wrote the book Growth IQ, spoke at the summit last year. I was watching uh, the Instagram story of her again this morning and she said, growth is a thinking game. Mm. Growth is a thinking game. And I hope as, as you're listening to yeah. this, you, that resonates because Jason is a very strategic thinker. So let's go to the next one. Let's talk yeah. about mechanics. Right. Again, we're talking macro marketing here. We're not going deep dive into specifics. There's a whole bunch of that stuff to come. I think it's important that you always start with the right framework and that's what we're doing here. So talk to us about the mechanics, like give us the framework of the mechanics of marketing. So you can already tell that Jason knows what he's talking about when it comes to digital and all things, the world of marketing, which is why I asked him several years ago to create an event called Marketing Edge. If you're the kind of person that says, you know what, Tom, there's a lot of things I can be doing in this space, and I'm not sure which ones I should be doing, which ones are gonna give me the highest and best results, that's exactly why we created this event. But the real kicker to this two-day experience with Jason is that you walk away with a marketing plan knowing month by month, day by day, week by week, exactly what you can do to stand out, to outreach, outshine, and ultimately outpromote yourself in a very crowded space to get the highest number of leads and appointments and therefore listings and sales. So that's why we created it. It's been selling out all over the country. To find out more information, you know, go to tfi.media forward slash marketing edge. That's tfi.media forward slash marketing edge. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So this is going back to
1: probably the main framework we teach at Marketing Edge and I'll I'll move through it. I don't I don't want to rush it nor do I want to take way too long on it yeah. because this is kind of theoretical but my thinking is like if you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing yes. then you're better off to not do it at all. So uh-huh we'll get to the tactics and all that stuff, but we'll fasten them into a bigger strategy. So we teach a framework that we've adapted it for our audience, Mm -hmm. but it's really based upon the customer journey map, which a lot of people watching or listening to this podcast have probably heard of, or they're going to recognize it. It has three main stages.
0: Wait, So for those that haven't give them just a little insight.
1: All right. So the customer journey map basically explains, and thank you for stopping Mm me, It basically explains, all right, everybody's a buyer of some Mm -hmm. product or service or whatever. And they move through different stages of intent in -hmm. terms of their willingness to buy a particular service, product, whatever. So where are they at when I get them? Mm -hmm. Because the moment I can identify, oh, Tom Ferry, he's a lead, meaning he's got some measure of intent to buy from me, my product or my services Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. they are. Well, you might be at a very different place than, say... Richard who's right over there. Hi Richard. Yes. He he might be like I got to do this now. Yeah. And so I would treat you differently. So we keep we, it's basically a framework for where is a lead, where is a prospective customer at in their journey to buy. Are they mm-hmm. low intent, medium intent, high intent? And so does that kind of explain yeah. it? All right. So it's 100%. Got three main stages. Mm-hmm. Top of funnel like picture of funnel. Yep. Top world of funnel with three sections, yep. right? The world famous marketing funnel. Uh top of funnel says awareness. Mm -hmm. meaning I'm open to a possibility about buying from you. Yeah. Whatever it is, hiring you, whatever. Yes. I'm not committed. I don't have to do it, but I'm open to the idea of Mm -hmm. it. Uh, Middle of funnel is called consideration. It essentially says, all right, I'm going to do this. It's just a matter of when and what and where. Mm -hmm. So I'm actively, the key idea is I'm actively exploring my options. Mm -hmm. Should I work with this agent or that agent? Should I go here or there? Should I buy this or that? My choices. Yes. And then bottom of funnel is I'm in the decision mode. So it means- In my own mind, I'm ready to make the decision to do, to move forward, to transact, to whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we just talk about where's my lead at when I get them. And quite simply, without going into all the details, because this takes, honestly, like this might sound boring to somebody watching or listening, but it's pretty darn illuminating when you lay it over what you're already doing, your marketing, because we, we literally spell out, if a lead comes from Facebook, are they in the top, middle, or bottom of funnel? like we spell it out extreme top extreme top low intent well mm-hmm. how do i know that well mm-hmm. because just for instance mm-hmm. facebook if i'm going to run an ad on facebook facebook's an audience based platform meaning mm-hmm. if you're marketing to me what you do quite effectively but you're targeting me i did not ask to see your ad per se no, no. there's some criterion that's put me <laughs> in your list but yep. you're you're basically saying hey facebook everybody's already on facebook you've got all the eyeballs all the attention i'm willing to pay you money to put my ad in front of jason That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Jason didn't ask to see it, but it's being put in front of Jason is the idea. And so the,
0: same thing as television, same thing as radio, right? Same concept.
1: Yes. Yes. So (coughs) top of funnel. So that means I'm going to make an offer. That's pretty low intent. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask super strong, super direct, like
0: call me to list your house right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's what I keep seeing. Like that's the, that is the underlying number one call to action of like, for example, real estate agents, every, call me, call me. They're not going to call you. Yeah. They're not, or I even see like they, for instance, will say, download this or do this smaller action, but then it still says, call me. Well, now you're diluting your call to action. But the point is when you understand where the lead at is at, like for example, top of funnel awareness, they could be two years out, Yep, two years. We teach 18 to 24 months. Middle of funnel, which includes like Google ads or open house leads, mm-hmm. people who sign in and so forth yep. at
0: open houses. Vast majority of, I would yep. say like Boomtown, all, the, you know, all PPC, those leads, yeah, PPC. Boomtown's are PPC leads yep, from exactly. paper click ads. Yep.
1: Those are all middle of funnel, mm-hmm. which is 10 to 14 months out. Yep. I was talking to an agent this week who was like, I get these leads from PPC leads, which is pay-per-click on Google. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and none of them converted in. And I just, I finally, a few were starting to close. And I was like, let me guess, it's been between 10 and 14 months. And she said, well, yeah. And I said, well, congratulations for the few with whom you actually stayed in contact because Mm -hmm. they're converting now. It's a nurturing game. So the deal is when you get leads, the in-between the marketing and sales team is, how do I nurture these people to get into the next step? Bingo. And if it's a bottom of funnel lead, it's like three to six months. Middle of funnel, it's mm-hmm. 10 to 14. Top of funnel, it's 18 to 24 months, as a rule of thumb. But the challenge most agents run into is they get, it's like, I got a lead, yay, I got a lead, I'm gonna smother, I'm gonna, I'm either gonna not call them ever, yes. which is a smack in the face against what they're at, like they're asking you to reach out and contact them and help them. Or like, let's say it's, you ran an ad on Facebook, you're an agent, and the ad said, Hey, you wonder what your home's worth? Find out for free, fast, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, why not? Yeah, I'm curious. I just looked at a picture of grandma and then a kitty cat, but I'll find mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So I click the ad and do it. And then I am bombarded with like literally every single day, three points of like voicemail, text message, email. And then in a week, I get that famous, did I do something wrong email? And it's like, yeah, you're doing it now because you think I'm gonna buy a house that fast. I was low intent. What yeah. I needed is somebody to meet me where I am. Yes. Hold my hand, be the value add, be the guide. So mm-hmm. to speak, be the person who's like, Hey, no pressure. This is your time frame, but what you need now most is a sounding board,
0: a resource. That's who I am. But Jason, you're taking like, you know, why am I doing all this stuff? I want business now like that. You know, that's what people are saying, but let's go back to the objective is create trust, familiarity, or generate leads. And the top of the funnel is all about creating trust and familiarity and exactly. You'll
1: never get yeah. leads if you don't have trust.
0: And,
1: and I get it. Like I'm describing what is a very cumbersome, like, oh my gosh, this no, is it's ridiculous. A long, no, it's a
0: building a business. It's a long-term yeah. perspective. Growth is a thinking person's game. You did game. a
1: thing on Instagram the other day <laughs> where you talked about this is hard. Yes. And you're Right. If it wasn't hard, Mm -hmm. and this is so cliche, that everybody would do it. And the way I figure, like going back to mindset, the way I figure is you can either roll up your sleeves and accept it is what it is. Like right now, if we could go back in a time machine 30 years from now Mm -hmm. and say, um, hey, by the way, in 30 years, as a business owner, you're gonna get Facebook pages, you're gonna get Facebook ads manager, you're gonna get Google, you're gonna get YouTube and LinkedIn. You'd be like, this is amazing. I have a voice. I can actually communicate with customers. And now flash forward to today, and it's a chore for most people. And they're like, this is too much work for the end result, but I'm like, well, it's scalable growth.
0: So I'm going to give you guys a number for everybody listening right now. A friend of mine and I, yes, I'm an investor in this company and he's become a dear friend, uh, Greer Allen. He's mm-hmm. the CEO of a company called Boomtown. We mentioned him earlier. And there's many companies that do, you know, commissions, inc, conversion, KV core, yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I love Boomtown. So uh, he shares with me at his, com- his conference. Uh, just I'll give you one stat agents with 10,000 or more leads that they are nurturing keyword there, nurturing do an average of a hundred million dollars a year in volume. So I want you to think about like, like I didn't say to you 10,000 leads that come in that they try and work aggressively right now in the moment and are then, all going to buy and then give up
1: on it and then, later. Yeah, and then
0: give up on or throw in some stupid, you know, email drip campaign. Right. Um, and I'm not saying they're all stupid, but some are, but you need to be thinking about, okay, this is my business, right? If I had 10,000 people that I'm becoming familiar with yes. and they're becoming familiar with me, adding value 10,000 people that are starting to trust me, like we talked about it all the time, that they actually are referring you business and you've never transacted with them. Like ask yourself, how many leads do you have in your database that you don't really know, right? And they've never done business with you, but they're referring you. Like that's the game today, right? For the people that are thinking long-term perspective. So back in the framework, well, top, middle, bottom of the funnel, anything else to kind of close out that loop? Cause, I, I, cause that's a lot.
1: I just want people to, I mean, we could get into it a lot and, and maybe we don't go that deep on it now. Yeah. I think the basic principle to walk away with is, okay, when I get a lead, one, I've got to be tactical and strategic about how am I getting a lead? I got to create mm-hmm. brand and trust and all that first to get the lead. And then B is when I get the lead, the gig's not up. It just started no. at this point. Yes, And so I need to do an assessment of, all right, what's this person's measure of intent?
0: How do I determine that? Oh. How do I determine that in text, email, you know, a bomb, bomb video, something like, how, is there, is there a, right, is I'll, there a tactic or two? There's you can a recommend? framework.
1: There's a framework we teach. Give it to us. On scoring a lead. Yeah. Um Okay it'll take me like three minutes. Is that all right? Two or three minutes. Do we have it? Go. All right. So there are, you could Google how this to score be funny a lead. If I just
0: told him, no, now no, we're I was time. giving
1: you the chance. <laughs> I was giving you the choice. <laughs> Keep going. I don't want to, so many frameworks and theories yes. right now. Yes. I want to,
0: yeah, we're going to, Hey, we got plenty of time for yeah. tactics. We're trying to give people high level growth. It's a thinking game. I
1: know. I know. A- action will follow. I promise. Yes. Action yes. will follow. Um, okay. So like you could Google how to score a lead and you're yes. going to find like four page assessments. Yep that you're never gonna use. Let's just be honest. Mm -hmm. There are two variables that you look at to score a lead. And when I score a lead, I mean, what are they at? Top, middle or bottom of funnel? That's what Mm -hmm. I wanna know because the gig is, like job of marketing is get a lead, right? That's the Mm -hmm. ultimate aim. But Mm -hmm. then when I get the lead, what do I do with this thing? Yes. And my, my solution is throw emails at it, throw text messages at it, try to convert it, convert it, convert it, mm. convert it. Yeah. And then they put a restraining order against me because that's not what they want, depending yeah. upon where they are. Or worse, they're like a Zillow lead in their bottom of the funnel. And then I don't bother to call them back. And they're like smacked to the face. Mm-hmm. I want to go see this house today. And so you're out of rapport, out of the gate because you don't know where they are. So yeah. let's like the purpose of doing this is to know where they are. How do I know where they are? There are two main variables I look at. Um, I could tell you as a rule of thumb, Facebook, top of funnel. Google, Mm -hmm. middle of funnel. Zillow, FISBOS, expireds, bottom of funnel. Most referrals, bottom of funnel. Open houses could be bottom of funnel. I could just say it like that. But let me tell you why that is. Uh, There are two main variables and it boils down to the proposal and the placement. Those are the two words we teach at Marketing Edge mm-hmm. and there's, it's alliteration, so they yeah. fit nicely together. A proposal is nothing more than what's the offer I'm making. What am I saying to you? Am I saying, download this PDF? Am mm-hmm. I saying, create a custom home search on my website? Am I saying, try this free sample?
0: Is that what I'm doing? Yeah. Am I, what open am I asking house, you to do? Open house, Hey, yes. I have a pocket listing. Would you like to see it at five, right? Yeah. Like this is yeah. the offer, what am right? I? Yeah, yeah, see
1: this house today, whatever. Mm-hmm. What's my offer? And is my offer, my proposal, super direct? Like think of a scale that slides mm-hmm. either way. Mm-hmm. Is it direct? Meaning, hey, come see this house now. Like, let me ask you, just mm-hmm. what's more direct here as far as like real estate goes? Mm-hmm. Come see this house today mm-hmm. or do a free home valuation on your own time for free estimate.
0: What's more direct that that's way more direct, but again, it's going to be context specific. Which one do I want? Right. But that's way more direct,
1: but it's not necessarily what I want. It's what's more closely tied to the transaction. So we look at the measure of how direct is this in terms of getting you, getting you to take action on like buying the product. And again,
0: we're also uh, assuming lack of familiarity, not enough trust, right. In this early stage game, right. Right. right? So, So you want to go really soft, give them what they want, provide value, with like, you don't have to opt into my website. You don't have to give me your email address. Just here's the information.
1: Yeah. I've got to make you feel yeah. at home first. Yeah. Take your shoes off, relax, whatever. So the first thing is how direct is my offer? Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say direct, you can attach it to, if I sell shoes, then I mean, buy shoes yeah. is direct. Yeah. If I sell shoes and I mean indirect, then I mean something like come into our store today.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something that's not going to force a you to around. buy. look yeah. around. Yeah.
0: Take a look around, see if you like it.
1: Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so the second variable is, uh, we said the proposal and the placement. In other mm-hmm. words, where was I at as a consumer when this offer was made to me? Yeah. Was I on Facebook? Was I on Google? Why does that matter? Was yeah. I at an open house? Mm-hmm. Well, it matters because- Was I in the
0: MLS and my listing just expired? Yeah. Each one of those yeah. is going to be very different.
1: Yeah. So think about Google, for instance, versus Facebook. That's an mm-hmm. easy point of comparison. Yes. On Facebook, how do I get, what makes me see the ad? Well, you put it in front of me. Mm-hmm. You decided to show me the ad. Hey, what do you think of this? Mm -hmm. That's, that's the nature. But on Google, how do I see the ad? I typed
0: in what I'm looking for.
1: You tripped my keyword wire. So you asked me to go see my ad, which shows Mm -hmm. intent on your part. So the question becomes like the placement. In other words, where did I see your offer, your proposal? Was it, and these are the words we use on the sliding scale. This one Mm -hmm. slides two ways too. Was it a platform where I was shown your ad involuntarily? or voluntarily? Did I not seek it out or did I seek it out? Because I can, I can sniff out your intent based yeah. upon how you sought out my ad. Yep.
0: I know that's kind of deep and heady. No, it's actually very simple, right? Well, it's two like, things. Was, am I throwing it at you or well, did you serve? Was it served up because it's exactly what you're looking for. So let's think about this in the context of Facebook. We
1: know Facebook is an involuntary platform, meaning mm-hmm. from an advertising standpoint, yep. you decide to show me an ad. Yep. Yep. So what would be better suited because that, and that's a measure of lower intent. Yes. So should I make a direct or an indirect proposal? What do you think? Super soft, super indirect. That's right. Yep. But then you're like, well, Jason, how do I ever get a lead? Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to watch the future episodes. Cause we'll talk about the purposes of warming up an audience and remarketing.
0: What a hook, ladies and gentlemen, I what tra- a hook. I do teach marketing. <laughs> yes, this is good. Okay. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about just the, um, knowing your audience, right? I mean, I think it's, it's so funny. Like we just came off for a couple of days with Jay Abraham and like early Jay, or I actually could think of my, one of my speech coaches. Yes, I've hired speech coaches in the past. If you saw me speak 30 years ago, you would be horrified. Um, but my very first speech coach said, rule number one is know your audience, mm-hmm. right? Know, know your audience. Then he said, Tom, know, understand, validate, honor, appreciate, respect, all the different variables inside the room. But what are you thinking of when you say, know your audience when it comes to marketing? Hey, it's Tom. go to Apple podcast and write a review it means the world to me thanks in advance now let's get back to the show is it I my, would put it like ideal this. customer right. or? So we've talked about this before there mm-hmm. are really two questions I
1: think you can ask yourself as a business mm-hmm. owner again no matter what your business is that can help you identify like who's my customer mm-hmm. and the questions are I didn't make them up the first question is what's the problem my customer has but doesn't want mm-hmm the other question, which is an inverted one of that, is what's the result my customer wants, but doesn't, doesn't have? Yeah. At the end of the day, like who's my audience? Well, it boils down to what is the problem I'm solving or the result I'm creating that they want? Mm-hmm. That's who my audience is. Yep. Now let's talk, let's talk real estate, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the problem or the result that a real estate agent fulfills for a consumer? Mm-hmm. And I mean, f- externally it's, they help them buy or sell a house, right? Mm-hmm. But let's be frank about that. You don't need an agent to do that per se. Mm-hmm. Not really. You could do yep. for sale by owner, make me move, whatever. Yep. You could be the one who says, I'm the DIYer when it comes to doing it myself. Mm-hmm. So like that's a dime a dozen type of a solution. I was reading a, so I have a coaching client and this is, this is super specific. Um, she's in Nashville. She's a star agent mm-hmm. and she gets a lot of calls off of her Zillow reviews. So I looked at her Zillow profile, I'm like, why does she get so many people who call her to wanna work with her off of her Zillow reviews? Mm -hmm. What has she tapped into that other people haven't tapped into? So I read her profile, I was actually looking at it this morning. I read her profile this morning and I was like, I get it now. Out of the gate, her biography, it's got five star reviews, lots of reviews, recent reviews, great Mm -hmm. picture, great headshot, all the basics, right? But then I read her reviews and it says, in all caps, bigger is not always better. And then it starts diving into what I promise you is when you work with me, I will not hand you off to somebody else and you will work with me the whole time. And I will look out for your
0: interest, yada, yada, yada. What does she just appeal to? Oh, first of all, the first time buyer, the hand holder, the person that, you know, like, so yes, I got that. I think everybody's because every team now is going, shit, what do I do? Well, but that's the 180
1: principle. Yeah. They're doing their thing cuz they could they could have a similar yeah. script that says, "Hey, listen, if your agent became incapacitated or unavailable to help, we have a whole team, think of yeah. a basketball team, we yeah. all play all team 10 defense whatever." There's plenty of scripts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all yeah. framing yeah. from that standpoint, from the team standpoint, but my point is mm-hmm. she found a way to accentuate what she's doing as a value proposition Bingo. and and what it really did and led with it. Yeah, she led with it, yep. but it really it showcases her understanding of who her audience is, right? Yep. She knows what their, what their real problem is. The problem yeah. is not that they need to buy a house. They can do that themselves. Yep. The problem is they want to work with a trusted expert who's not going to leave them high and dry at the moment that yes. is most important. Mm-hmm. Does that sort of explain that?
0: I think every listener got that. Yeah. Um, give us another example.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, knowing my audience, another mm-hmm. example.
0: Mm-hmm. I think of like Carolyn Young with expireds. I think mm. of, you know, there's so and we have, you know, I just talked with Becky Barrick up in, up in Washington, who's She's a moving good her price point. I mean, there's, there's so many magnificent people. And I'm just thinking of like, you know, I'll talk about Mike Rennick. Go. All right. So Mike Rennick,
1: and by the way, I'm going to give her a shout out. Can I shout out the agent I was talking about? I was, about?
0: I was, yeah, I was hoping you would. Okay. Because people are going to want to go to her page and go, I'm stealing that. Yeah.
1: Well, you can give her <laughs> referrals if you do. <laughs> Jennifer Turberfield, rockstar yes. agent in Nashville. Yeah. Really, really great. Yeah. Um, Nashville Brentwood Franklin. All right. Good. So Mike Rennick, he's in Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike, so Mike does an incredible job generating leads on Facebook. In fact, he's got about 20,000 leads he's generated on Facebook in the past couple of years. And they're all super high top of funnel. And he is so unbelievable at nurturing Mm -hmm. between reaching out via phone, reaching out uh, through emails, through value ads. And if you, I'm on his drip, so I've gotten Mm -hmm. a voicemail before. And the voicemail is like, hey, it's Mike just reaching out to see how you're doing today. Hey, listen, you don't have to call me back if you don't want to out of the gate. He said, yeah. but I just want to check in and see, I want to make sure you're getting the search we set up for you. Mm-hmm. And if you need any tweaks, whatever, have questions, just give me a shout again. If you don't need to call back, don't call back. But if you do, I'm s- totally here for you. And he just kind of peppers those out for like two years. Yeah. And his phone rings about once a night and it's like, Hey Mike, we're coming in town next week. We'd love to look at some properties, yada, yada, yada. It's a second home market, that kind yep. of a thing. Yeah. Why? because they trust him. Yes. He's he's built it. No pressure. He's no pressure. They're going to buy when they buy this, the challenge, the problem you solve is not getting them to buy or getting them to sell. Yeah. They're going to do that. Yeah. It's, will they do it with you? Yeah. What's the problem you solve that they can't do? So like Mike, he knows his audience because he knows they're going to buy when they buy. Yeah. And all he has to do is be a knowledge broker Mm -hmm. is. And so what he does is he creates four videos a week. And then they're part of his custom audience, remarketing on Facebook, which we'll get into. They're getting the emails. They're doing all that kind of distribution. But this is why we start with the strategy first. What's he saying? He's saying, no pressure from me. Yeah, I'm here to serve you. You might wanna know about this. You Mm -hmm. might wanna know about this. That by the time they reach, they mature through that Mm -hmm. funnel, they're just like, Hey, Mike, we're ready. I mean, yes. the, the, the conversion is seamless. You talk yes. about skills of conversion. Yes, The best way to convert leads is to get them early mm-hmm. and then mature them slowly, slowly, slowly until they just love you. Yes, And there's this mutual respect yes. and rapport. And they just, of course, we're going to work with you. Who else will we work with?
0: Yes. I'm very familiar with the concept. Thousands okay. of videos on YouTube. People are like, I just feel like I, I know him. Right. And thank you everybody yes. that's done that. Right. It's like, that's why we do it. Right. Thank you for creating it, creating familiarity, creating trust, providing value, no ask, just we're here when you're ready. That's right. I'm going to go a different direction with you. Yeah. So we talk so much about, um, positioning, right. Positioning and strategy as, as sort of the, the framework, the beginning of any good marketing campaign or any good business, technically. Um, one of the, the seven positioning strategies is certainly to go after a niche, okay. right? So you know, you've got geographic farming. You've got social farming. You've got uh, first-time home buyers, You've got, uh, I specialize in duplexes. I specialize in, you know, mid-century moderns in this part of town. I specialize in fix and flips. There's, there's an, un- notice, notice the defaults, right? You just go right on down and not under occupies, right? Over and over and over and over and over um, Do each one of those then require the same sort of thoughtfulness and, and thought through on both the framework of top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, as well as who is that sort of ideal customer and how do I treat them? Do I need to ask both those yeah. questions?
1: I suppose that that could be the case, okay. but I don't think it has to be the case. Okay. And so like the person who came to mind, can I give you another yeah, case study? Sure, please. Uh, Eric Eikoff. he's in Minneapolis, um, just crushing it right yeah. now, runs a brokerage in a team. He's like 30. He's yeah. just crushing it right yeah. now. Good job, Eric. Um, yeah, he is. He has a really strong attraction marketing, attraction, play for investors or mm-hmm. want to be would be investors. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, now that's not all they do. They yeah. work with investors. They mm-hmm. work with traditional resale, whatever they Robert, do. Robert up. We were just in this conversation yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. they do, they do all that. Yep. Um, but one of their main kind of like chum branding sort of plays that they do is they do an event every week in their office.
0: Mm. Now
1: they rent a space in a, we work shared workspace. So they do an event every week and it's promoted through Facebook. And so they will create a Facebook event for the, for the, whatever it is. Like, so for example, they got a guy to come in. Who's like how to own 400 properties under 40 years old. Yeah. So they had yeah. that kind of a headline yeah. and then they just boosted to the whole area. They do. So they get the event on mm-hmm. Facebook. They boost it to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then to get tickets, they're free tickets, but to get a ticket, you go to Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Yep. Yep. You go to Eventbrite yep. and then full, you give your- Full registration. Full Here's registration. Here's my seat. Yep. Here's my name, number, email. Eventbrite literally it goes on the wallet of your phone. So yep. like you just get scanned when you get yep. there. Yep. He's, he did like 400 tickets on Mm -hmm. that event and his show rate was like 80%. Wow! Like they had to shut it off. It was, it was nuts and they're doing it once a week. They've had people from like bigger pockets coming in. Mm -hmm. So he's really, here's my point. He's taken the niche of, we look at real estate as wealth building. Mm -hmm. Now that does not exclude you. If you're like, Hey, we own our first house. We want to be on this. I'll use you for resale. I'll use you to help me invest, whatever. But you're my guide. You're the person who's going to teach me what I, because I want real estate to be wealth for me. And so he's taken that as sort of his foundation from a marketing standpoint. And it does not require him to create unique funnels. Like he's got his whole business funnel. And this is just one aspect of, I mean, really, we talked about this last time Mm -hmm. we were doing one of these podcasts. Mm -hmm. We talk about four types of videos, which the names are pretty synonymous but it's community expertise branding and listing videos. Well say that again. Yeah, and we talked about these last yes. time. I think yep. I tweaked the words a yeah, little yeah. bit, but yep. it's community videos. Expertise videos, mm-hmm. which is yep. like a pro tip, yep. piece of advice,
0: yeah. market update. Three mistakes to avoid when, seven yeah. ways to buy a house. Yeah. You know, yep.
1: And then listings, videos of my listings mm-hmm. for real estate specific. Yep. And then the last one is branding, which could be like a testimonial piece, yes. or it could be a why me, yep. a value prop, an explainer video, those yep. sorts of things. But when I look at the expertise videos, in which you've been saying for a long time, just create a show once a week. Like Tom tool does mm-hmm. this. Tom is on like episode 112 of yeah. Tom's take or whatever yeah. he calls yeah, it, yeah, where yeah. it's like three minutes yeah. of Tom giving yeah. a perspective on what the latest news is. Yeah. That's how he's adding value. That's how he's demonstrating his knowledge and expertise, which what will someone start to feel towards you when they keep getting exposed again and again and again yes. to your knowledge and expertise. Yes. And the word is I trust that person. I trust that professional. Mm-hmm. So Eric's doing the same thing, but he's doing it with events. Yes. So it's every week. It's not a video per se, but the video is used to market the event, but it's yes. all the event, whatever. It's just the recurring knowledge broker. I'm going to give, 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 give. Eric chooses to give through a specific field of knowledge, which is wealth building through real estate. Mm-hmm. My, I guess this is long-winded, but my point is, no, I don't think you have to reinvent the, the funnel for every little series you do. I think yep. you look at your business overall and say, what's my objective? What's going to be my main flagship kind of content that I'm going to use to portray my expertise and build trust? And then you roll. That's I, my thinking.
0: I just wanted to get another case study out of you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so we've gone, uh, we've gone for a little bit here. We were talking macro, right? Objective of marketing, sort of the mindset, the mechanics, uh, understanding your audience and your avatar. And I think that gives us a really good framework. So, so let's call it quits on this show. Let's do it. So we've covered so much today. So uh, I want to just thank everybody for listening. The next podcast is really going to be about social. And then from social we're going to jump into a whole bunch of Q&A and tactics. So so stay with us on this journey, right? Remember, growth is a thinking game. I keep stealing that from Tiffany Felton. It is so good, it right? Good. Um, and and Jason, thank you so much for taking the time to share all this stuff. This was super valuable. This is probably going to be something they're going to want to listen to three, four, five times to really understand, you got to start with the right framework. You got to start with the right mindset, understand the objective of marketing before you just send out another postcard, shoot an email and, or do a video and say that doesn't work, right? <laughs> Your strategy didn't work, right? That was the big issue. So, totally. all right, we look forward to talking to you to on the next podcast where we go heavy on social.